Hi guys, I'm Claire. And I'm Katie. And welcome back to the Margarita Madness podcast. Woo-hoo! Season two. Season two. It's been what? Uh, we're already off to an interesting start. Claire's already frozen. Already <laughs> frozen. In and I froze. I was okay. just saying that. Oh my god. That's all right. Uh, this is off to a great start, just like 2021. 2021, <laughs> season two, and we're already having technical difficulties. You know what? That's all right. That's what we're known for. It's fine. How are you guys doing? It's been three weeks. How or are your holidays? Two, two or three weeks? I don't know. It feels like forever. I don't even know anymore. Anyway, two or three weeks. We hope you have an awesome holidays. holidays and yeah. if you're still on break from school like we are, we hope you enjoy your last little bit of break. Last I'm week. personally I'm personally feeling like rejuvenated and much more excited about this semester, to be honest. I am much more excited about my classes, so that's good. That's good. I, on the other hand, looking into this semester, am both excited and not. You know, I, I love living with my family, so that's exciting. And I'm, I'm glad to be home this semester, but I will also miss my, my roommates. And, oh, I know. And I'm excited for placements. It's a great experience, and it's it's going to be really interesting. But also, you know, nervous, start anxious, just because I don't know anything, and it's new, as you know. So Yeah. Oh, you're going to kill it, though. I know it. I'm, like, so uh, excited. Claire's too nice to me. I Guys, she's so nice <laughs> to me. Yesterday, I had to drive down there because... So I emailed my supervisor about parking, and it's right in the middle of downtown Toronto, and, you know, parking is hard to come by down there. And she was like, you know, yeah, (laughs) and she was like, you know, we only have three free spots for the entire, like, clinic down there, so, but there's, like, paid parking around, but it fills up, like, whatever. So me and my dad took a drive down there to go see if I could, like, buy a parking spot or, like, where I was going to park, and then Claire was like, I was like, Claire, like, I have to do this, and there's so much to do. Like, I don't know if we're going to record, because we're supposed to record last night. And she was like, no, no, like, it's okay. Like, I hope you figure everything out. Like, she's just too nice to me. Like, I can't. Uh, well, like, I know, like, I just, like, I know it can be stressful, like, start, and, like, scary, like, starting new things. But yeah, yeah, for sure. I feel like a lot of that's just, like, the anticipation of it. Like, once you, like, get through the first day, or, like, even partway through the first day, you're like, oh, like... Yeah, oh but it's always the, like, build-up to it that's just the worst. Exactly, the worst. exactly, yeah. Like, I know when I, I mean, this isn't, like, the same thing, I guess, but, like, when I started, like, nannying in the summer, I was, like, nervous. It's like, still a job. It's still something new, so it's still, I, yeah, and, it's still, like, Yeah, that. like, anything new, so. Yeah. But you know what? Like, you're, you're gonna do great. You're gonna do great. I, I uh, Claire's looking forward to her classes. Um, I don't really know how I'm feeling about my classes. I'm feeling, like, I've been calling this semester my my grind year or grind mm-hmm. semester because I have to take almost a full course load of like actual classes and then almost a full-time job and I have to do a semester long like huge project thesis thing and hopefully after lockdown cheers gonna start again so I'm just calling it my grind season grind yeah. season people it's okay we got this 2021 the year of bettering ourselves yes well, like, you know, this is necessarily, like, an easy, like, semester or whatever, but I, and I actually liked my courses for first semester, to be honest, but, um, and it ended, ended up doing pretty well in them, not, not trying to flex, but I'm proud <laughs> of myself, so, um, anyway, so, but there was, like, I'm not gonna, like, go into detail, but basically there's, like, this certain technology we had to use for two of my classes, and it wasn't, like, the work, if that makes sense, it was just, if you don't know by now, we're technologically problemed. Challenged. Um, challenged. We have issues. <laughs> so um, it was just not it. I hear you. I'm not good with technology, but this is exciting <sighs> that you're you're excited. It's all good. It's great. Yes. So we made it through the class. I enjoyed it. The technology was not it, but I learned a lot. And <laughs> actually kind of figured out that it's kind of, I think, like what I kind of want to do Ooh. after school. It was just hard learning it virtually. <laughs> But, yeah, of course. But anyway, um, so that's that. Feeling rested and ready to go. And honestly, I just realized, like, there's literally just a month until reading week. So, like, it's, yeah. it's not even like we're going back for that long. I know. I, it's it's very, very early, it feels like. Yeah. Um, I personally don't have my grades back, but based on my calculations of my own, it's been a pretty good semester. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah, I have all of mine 
back um not my pro- not one of my profs my prof for my four-year course not him not marking anything yet <laughs> like our assignments from september we had like two, one in september two in october one in november and like two in december none of them are marked don't Sir, know my mark um, could, be, could be failing and i don't know sir could you please uh help us out so luckily it's not like a core class like I kind of just need to like I mean obviously I want to do better than just pass but like yes <laughs> it's not like it's something for my degree really it's just uh, I just had to take it but I don't actually uh, it's complicated but um so hopefully I'm passing this class we're hoping we're hoping we'll find for out you. whenever he decides to finally give marks <laughs> and then he also like posts pre-recorded lectures from last year so he's not even like recording lectures so like what is this man sir do- what are you doing <laughs> why are you getting paid I know. Like, what <laughs> anyways part a hundred of us ranting about school <laughs> let's move on from school new year how was your christmas uh, so that's what i was just gonna talk about oh. <laughs> mine was good just stayed home with the yeah. family is very unconventional, as we all know. Holidays good. I went to my cottage for a few days, so that was a good change of scenery. Oh, miss that place. Yeah, me miss it. <laughs> Love it. Uh, I think one of the things that I'm most excited for, not even like starting placement, but just like leaving the house, is yeah. gonna be nice. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like I, I really miss working, but I'm also nervous for when things go back to normal and I start working as much as I did before just because like I've gotten like at first I mean I still get anxious that like I'm not working as much as I do which is like you know I need to like be kind of like easier with myself on that like we're in the pandemic I literally can't right now yeah but like I feel like it's gonna be so hard like once things do go back to like how busy they were before I'll I, be like, ah. I hear you I um I've been I like reading but I haven't found a book recently that I really am in into reading you know oh so i I, um so i got so i've started a book in the summer and i obviously like i had no time during the school year so i stopped but i've been making my 2021 new year new me i've been making myself read like 10 plus pages like minimum 10 pages every day so i um i'm gonna finally finish that book only 20 pages left so hopefully i'll finish it today and then my mom got me three different books for christmas that seemed really interesting so hopefully i can keep that up i love that yeah i i love reading i actually got a kobo like e-reader for christmas which i'm very excited about because i love reading but i feel like I just, you just accumulate so many, like, physical books, and they take up, like, so much space. Oh, I know. My whole shelf, so, no room for anything. Just books. Just yeah. books. I think my problem is, like, I really love to read, but I struggle, like, finding books. Not I mean, like, it's actual, like, finding of a good book. That's mm-hmm. hard. So, um, I set up a Goodreads account, and there's, like, people review books. You can, like, follow people and, like see reviews and if you like you can pick like your favorite like genres and they'll give you like recommendations based on that like it's pretty good app if you're looking for a way to like find books to read we sound sponsored we're not i wish i've never heard of this but it sounds great actually yeah it's awesome that's what i did today i am my goal was to read 15 books this year in 2021 which i feel like is reasonable because you know, during the school year, I don't read super fast, obviously, because, like, school, like, I read at least, like, a, you know, at least a chapter a day, probably, but, like, you know, not as fast, but then on weekends and, like, breaks, I read, like, a yeah, lot, so, yeah. but I'm, but I'm already on book two, so I'm, like, my, oh. I may need to up that goal, because, well, you know, I'm glad you're already getting through it, wow, it's only <laughs> been six days of 2021, my friend, uh, Anyways, well, I haven't had much else to do, really. It's I true. Mean, I've been looking into summer jobs. Me too. I was looking today, but I just don't know what's what the province is going to be like at the time. So I'm not really sure what's going to be there's open. There's really not much posted yet about the summer. I feel like it's going to be delayed all like the summer hiring. Yeah, so. I've only ever worked in childcare. Haha, <laughs> fun fact. But all mm. childcare is like closed, like no camps, nothing. So I was looking at retail jobs because even if the stores aren't open, like. They still need people to, like, box orders and things. But I just have no idea what the province is going to be like, so I don't even know what's going to be yeah. open. 
Yeah, it's uh, definitely hard. I was definitely looking hard. at um, being uh, the golf cart girl, you know, at the golf courses because it's, that would that would fit me be, so good. That would be such a huge job. I know. So catch me at your local golf course next summer. Local golf cart girl. girl. We love it. We love, love it. golf. That would be so funny. All right. Grab your tea like I am because no point in having a margarita these days. Nothing to do. And uh, let's get into this one for our first episode of season Uh two. So We haven't done a true crime one in a while. I personally am excited. I am also Um, excited. I always like talking about this, obviously. So so today we're going to be talking about the case of Martha Moxley. Um, And this case is actually pretty famous because, as we'll find out, there is some relation um, from this case with the Kennedys. Ooh. So, you know, kind of like scandal. I mean, not the Kennedys. Yeah. The Kennedys indirectly, I guess. Um, Indirectly. Interesting. Yeah. So... The story starts when Martha asked her mom, Dorothy, if she could go out with her friends on the night of October 30th, 1975. Um, And her mom, Dorothy, said no because she was grounded. Um, I don't know of anyone who's actually been grounded. Like, do people, like, did your parents ever ground you? Like, was grounding a thing? Um, no, not not really. Like, I feel like it just didn't, I got in trouble, but... Maybe I just didn't do anything bad enough to get grounded, or just... <laughs> I know, but I feel like I've never heard of, like, my other friends even or ever being grounded. Me too, I or... feel like it's very char- out of character for, like, the time and, like, the, the strictness of our parents. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I guess this was 1975, so it was probably different back then. Um, but sh- anyway, back to the story. <laughs> so, um, Martha really wanted to go out, though, because it was um mischief night which is what they called the night before halloween oh Um, we were teenagers they kind of just like played pranks in like the neighborhood like just harmless stuff like they would toilet paper trees and stuff like that so they called it like mischief night and i guess everyone kind of went in on it um so her mom dorothy finally let her go but her mom says that she has to be home by 9 30. so at 9 30 martha doesn't come home and she's not concerned at first she's just like annoyed that she's late obviously because obviously the first thing you think about isn't like the worst case scenario you just think oh yeah you know i let her go and now she's like you know not home for curfew or whatever um so but at 2 a.m when she's still not home uh dorothy calls martha's best friend sheila's house to, to see if she stayed over there i mean maybe she thought oh she just got caught up with friends and decided to stay at a friend's house or something. Um, and at 3.30, Dorothy tries another one of Martha's friends named Tommy Skagel. Um, at 3.45 a.m., uh, and Tommy says that um, the last time he saw her was, like, earlier with a bunch of people. So he, he hasn't seen her in a while either. So at 3.45 a.m., Dorothy calls the police. Um, and three police officers come over right away and start the search. Um, but they didn't find anything right away. So I think one thing to um, note is that this takes place in Greenwich, which is uh, a very uh, rich city in Massachusetts. Um, and their neighborhood specifically was especially high class, like very high class, you know, generations of old money. So that probably leads to why they were so quick to react. I mean, usually in cases you hear like, oh, you can't report a person missing for 24 hours or whatever, but this was like pretty quick. Um, and there was, because of, you know, it being a very high class neighborhood, there was hardly any crime. Um, so with no sign of Martha in the first day, they decide to stop for the night and just get some sleep. Um, but before the police leave, they put together a missing person file and send it to all the nearby police stations in case they need help. Um, but at 10, but at 10 AM on what is now, um, October 31st, they still, no one had heard from her. So Dorothy keeps calling around. She calls Martha's friend, Helen, and Helen says the last time she saw Martha was last night leaving the Skagel's house. They used to hang out there because there was not a lot of 
adult supervision because um as we'll find out they're like his his mother had passed away and his dad was pretty absent um so she went over there um so now dorothy goes over there to kind of you know talk to them check in and see if she's there so and it's actually tommy's younger brother michael who answers the door um there is a big camper outside and dorothy asks if martha could be in there sleeping or something um but they go to check it and it's empty and this is when just before 1 p.m sheila dorothy's friend comes running into martha's martha's house hysterical she says that something happened to Martha. She's been attacked. Call 911. Ooh. Dorothy's friend Jean tells Dorothy to stay and she'll go check. When she when Jean goes to check, Martha isn't okay. She is face down with obvious signs of being attacked on her head and neck and she was there was an obvious weapon, most likely a golf club or pieces of it found beside her. A golf club. This is just Yes. Um, and I didn't want to go like too in detail with how her body was found. It was honestly pretty um, gruesome. Uh, so just if you want to know, look it up. Yeah. <laughs> the but the grip was missing. The part that would have the fingerprints. Fingerprints, yeah, like the grip. When the police come, they can determine the club was a six iron made from the brand Tony Penna. Yeah. So apparently, it's a golf club brand i do not play golf well okay well it's typical that some well some golf club brands are of like the name of famous golfers like really oh, good golfers. okay typically it's like ladies clubs though but there's some men's clubs right um she was found under some pine trees about 200 feet from her house that's so close that's like so scary though like you know, like, when you're near your house or, like, on your property, like, you feel so safe, right? Something like that's, that's just... really related. Well, not really related, but around the subject of, like, being really close to your house. Uh, this is so random to just tell in the middle of this, but it reminds me of this. That I always <laughs> I always think about this when I'm getting really close to my house. Because, so, my grandma got in a car accident a long time ago before I was born and got paralyzed. And it happened less than a kilometer away from her house. So, I always think about that when I'm, like, almost at my house. I'm like, oh, I'm almost there. And then that image pops into my mind. Like, she was so close to her house. Yeah, well, I feel like it's maybe because you kind of let your guard down when you're so close. I mean... Okay, so I shouldn't say when I drive because, like, I haven't driven much, but I, <laughs> but I have been getting back into it, which is another story. I'm getting my license this year. It's happening. Guys, she's driving again. It really is. I am. But, like, I even notice that myself, like, I'll, I mean, obviously my parents are with me and I'm driving, so I only have my G1, but I'll be, like, driving them somewhere whenever I can. And, like, the closer I get to home, the more I'm just, like, relaxed. I, I hear like you. That. I feel like that's, like, yeah. a common thing, maybe. Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a huge property, and it was in the middle of the night, so possibly they missed it, maybe. Yeah, because, like, this is, it's just weird that they, like, didn't find her sooner. Because she was, like, right She there. was so close, yeah. Uh, plus, they thought she had gone out, and they weren't even looking for her body. They thought she just ended up at a friend's or something like that. Yeah. Uh, it really rocked the town, as there hadn't been a murder in 30 years. Wow. Not even anyone able to do an autopsy, so the police have to call in to the Connecticut State Medical Examiner. They must be in the middle of nowhere, these people. (laughs) Oops, I think I said Massachusetts earlier. It is Connecticut, my bad. (laughs) Anyways. I said the wrong wrong state. Can you tell we're Canadian? Can you tell we... I I couldn't even tell you which part of the U.S. those places are in. Sorry. You know what? People in the U.S. couldn't tell you where Toronto is. (laughs) You know what? It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) They start to put together a timeline. She left her house with two of her friends, Jackie, Jeffrey, and Helen, headed over to their friend Tommy Skagel's house. I'm sorry. I just got a pipe in. His last (laughs) name just really irks me. Skagel? Like, if you don't know it's spelled it's s-k-a-g-e-l-s i don't even know if that's the right spelling but like along the lines of that but like rhymes of bagel skagel that's, maybe that's why it, it just sounds it's because strange. it's it, it's almost spelled like bagel 
with, but not spelled like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, can you tell it's our first episode back? I need to go back to school. I need to read some more what books. really going on? I know. He has six brothers and sisters. That is a lot. And they were all Kennedy cousins. Oh. Ooh. Uh, their dad, Rushton, was out of town, and the mother passed away. The uh, only person there looking after the kids was their tutor, Ken Littleton. He just started that day on the 30th. Um, I'm sorry, a tutor watches the children? What? I know. The tutors were for tutoring? For schooling? I know, it's very strange. Like, I don't, I don't quite understand, like, what tutor means here because like they do go to traditional school from from what i gathered um maybe it's like their caretaker but they also teach i don't know this is so random you'll find out why but like they go to regular schools maybe maybe it's more of like a nanny i don't know when russian Uh, finds out he hurries back to greenwich at first i originally wrote that i said when russian finds out he comes to russian (laughs) Of course, of course you would try to slip that in there. Claire's just oh. laughing to herself. She has, like, these dad jokes. Just I think I'm so funny. I really do. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> At first, the whole family is cooperative. Both Tommy and Michael are questioned that day. Michael says he was away visiting his cousin Jimmy. Tommy sure. says he was in by 9.30, watching a movie with Ken, and then working on homework, a paper on Abraham Lincoln. At nine thirty PM, are you really are you really doing your work? I know, me not being able to do work past ten. Like, <laughs> Michael's <laughs> alibi checks out, but Tommy doesn't. Um, can verify he is watching a movie, but none of Tommy's teachers know anything about an Abe Lincoln paper. Uh, is he just writing it for some like fun? Like he don't, just don't try to make up fake assignments, you No know? no, what are you doing? <laughs> Uh, he starts to look even worse when they find a set of Tony Penna clubs in the house, missing the six iron with the same club used to murder Martha. Just as a thought, if you're using a golf club to murder someone, like, you, you must be out of your mind. That must take a long time. Like, why I know. That's not your best choice of weapon. I mean, not that you would want to murder anyone, but if you're going to. If you're gonna at least choose a fast acting weapon, I don't know, like, what? They're, they're outside. Like, I just, wouldn't someone know? I don't know. Or just, or just let's not. Or just don't murder people. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, that would be the first advice. That's just always the best option. <laughs> Anyways, um, they are able to find more evidence when, oh, I've missed a part. So sorry. <laughs> Police are able to determine that this family is the only one in Belhaven that have these clubs. How would one even determine that? Like, yeah, Belhaven's like their little neighborhood within mm. the town. So I don't know. Did they go like door to door, like asking, "Do you have these golf? Do you, clubs? Do you own these or... golf clubs?" Um, police, police are oh, part of the club found at the scene were engraved with Anne Skagel, Tommy's late mom's name. Mm. They mm. were able to I find even engraved golf clubs. I know. They are able to find more evidence when they get a look at Martha's diary. In Martha's diary, she wrote that Tommy had a crush on her and he was trying to hook up with her. She wrote that she would stop going over there. Oh, are we a little angry, Tommy? Are we? Are we a little sad? So not. Did, did, this is what angry <laughs> angry men. This is. I just gotta say. Like, <laughs> People wonder, like, why women are, like, so scared some of the time. It's because of shit like this. Some men just cannot. No kidding. Excuse my curse words. I don't curse that. (laughs) But I just got to say, like, how are we considered the weak ones? Men can't even handle rejection. Like, the rejection. Uh, They really can't. Like, uh, this is just. No means no, always. She's giving you a lot of lessons in this episode. She looks so serious right now. No means no. Always. Uh, Just back off. The autopsy was delayed, so that doesn't happen until November 1st. Harder to be precise about certain things the longer you wait. The best they can determine is that she dies sometime between 9 on the 30th and 5 a.m. on the 31st. The police think Martha was killed closer to the start time of 9. 
This is because there were reports of dogs barking around 9.30. Dogs solve everything. Let dogs solve <laughs> everything. Such- that would be my dog, though. My dog is very barky. <laughs> like, if anything were going on, she'd be like, not today, bitch. Nope. Stella would be like, no. That's nope, the dog, by the way. Sexual assault was not really believed to be at play. Police move on to look at others other than Tommy. Tommy wasn't the only guy in Martha's life, and not the only suspect. Martha! All these, all these men! Uh, Doing better than me. (laughs) Police also talked to Martha's boyfriend, the tutor, and this creepy neighbor. I'm sorry, Martha is a youth and she's dating the tutor? No, no, Martha's boyfriend, the tutor... And this creepy name. I thought you were indicating <laughs> that Martha was dating the tutor. I was like, pardon me? No, I mean, that would be that would be wild because, like, he just got there that day. Okay, to be like, clear, <laughs> the boyfriend is not the tutor. <laughs> none no, of the these boyfriend leads... is, a, is, a, is a different... Yeah, none of these leads go anywhere. <laughs> uh, this is supposed to be Christmas. I was just wondering that. By Christmas, Claire wrote, by Christian, of <laughs> 75, police had interviewed over 200 people, polygraphed Tommy twice, no more movement until the early 1990s. Not, oh, that's so long. That's so crazy. I know. Not because of the Skagels, but because of the Kennedys. In 1991, William Kennedy Smoth, one of the one of JFK's... Claire needs to work her timing. William Kennedy Smith, one of JFK's nephews and Tommy's cousin, was arrested for rape in Florida. Oh my this is God. some Kennedy tea. Kennedy tea. Rumors start that William was at the Skagels that night Martha died. Find more to uncover. Oh, is that supposed to be a statement? Or like... Okay. <laughs> In the early summer of 1991, a decade earlier, a couple of Greenwich reports recruited Leonard Levitt to do an investigative piece. Wouldn't run this story because he uncovered the rumors that the Greenwich police were paid off back in the 70s, but didn't say by whom. This is taking some turns. Uh, They didn't investigate well as there had not been a murder for 30 years before Martha's death. Ken Littleton didn't get formally questioned until the summer of 1976, almost a year later. Yikes. Police never got a warrant to search the property. Um, a little odd. Like, wouldn't you want to search the place where the murder weapon was tied to? Pardon me? I mean, I'm no no investigator. But I do listen to a lot of true crime podcasts, and that would be my take. Oh, I do. I really do. (laughs) I feel like I could be an investigator. I'm ditching geography. My new career is. I also feel like I'm way too gullible, though. Like, I'm always like, I think it's this person. And I'm like, no, now it's this person. Like, I would literally just change my mind. You're just influenced, yeah. Um, The Skagels offered their place to be searched, but the police didn't conduct the, the search. They got Julie, the older sister of Tommy, to conduct the search. What? What? It does not seem like it's legal, like correct. <laughs> like you're letting so this girl was eighteen. You're letting this eighteen year old girl like search her own house? house. I don't understand. I I don't get it either. After the New York Post piece comes out, the Greenwich paper print the piece. The, piece. the Connecticut yeah. State Attorney reopens Martha's case. Pressure is on the Greenwich police after these pieces are published. Well, no kidding. They did a terrible job. Mm -hmm. Uh, They decide to restart the investigation with Ken Littleton. So once once the case is reopened, um, they actually go back and discover that Ken failed a polygraph back in the first investigation. Pardon me? They really did not do a good job. Don't you want to look into that a little bit more? Uh, yeah, we would, apparently, but they didn't. Apparently not. Like, this is what I'm saying. Let the, let, let the, let, let us do it. We'll do it. We'll, we'll solve this case. We'll be in charge. Um, yeah, so his, his life really changed after Martha's murder. Um, you know, he got into a life of substance abuse and had a criminal record. Um, uh, but despite all of this kind of sort of, like, you know, interesting, discriminating stuff, the media interest remains on the Skagels. 
So this Giggles dad, Rushton, decides to stop the rumors once and for all. So um, the family hires private investigators to do their own investigation. So a writer named Dominic Dunn's head, he kind of becomes interested by this. Um, and he is known as like one of the original crime writers. Um, and he kind of got interested in writing about true crime because he lived through his own daughter's murder, as I heard in the Crime Junkie episode, just to give credits for that. <laughs> um, <laughs> love Crime Junkie. Um, so he convinces Dorothy Moxley to let him write a book with the details changed um ever so slightly just enough that they couldn't get sued oh of course which is a good idea um the novel comes out in 1993 and the media kind of gets re-interested in her case so according to a piece written in 2000 that he wrote for vanity fair a pathologist came comes came to him um and on, i think i believe it was on a book tour and he gave him a copy of martha's autopsy photos oh um and the pathologist says that they are mistaken and it wasn't actually tommy who killed um martha uh but there's no like more information on who he thinks did um, but according to the report by the firm that the Skagels hired, um, Tommy changed his story completely, and so did Michael. I'm sus of anyone who changes their story, like, especially about big stuff. Like, what is the reason? Yeah, like, no, that's so sus. Yeah. So, um, not, and these weren't like small changes, these were pretty big ones. So, back in um, 1975, Tommy said that he was back at home by nine. Um, but Tommy now is saying that he lied and he's, he was actually with Martha until 10 before he, um, that they like parted ways. Um, they engaged in some hand stuff, which is how it was put. <laughs> So Tommy, I, I, that, I'm, that's all I'm gonna say. Um, Michael now says that he left his home. Okay, this part is like not, not it, but my this is not it. Um, Michael now says that he left his home around midnight, climbed a tree to Martha's window, and masturbated in the tree. Which I'm like, what an interesting Michael story michael are you good first tommy what and second michael no (laughs) no don't do that um so do with that what you will so as you can see these are not like small changes like michael originally said he was with his cousin jimmy like now he's just like changing his whole story this is Um, very and like i said it's wild because these aren't small things it's a big thing and this is actually pretty incriminating because it put not just one but both of the brothers in and around the crime scene at the time i i wonder if both brothers liked her i what is this so we'll get into our thoughts at the end i have some thoughts on this um eventually all the interest dies down again um and doesn't say doesn't stay quiet for long as in as in 1998 a new book about Martha's death was written. Um, the book says that Martha was murdered by Michael. Um, this part gets kind of complicated, but they actually took this from his confession in quotation marks. Yeah. Um, so for some, a little, just a little backstory, um, the Skagels weren't one big happy family. Russian was a drinker and he was away a lot. Um, and he left the parent a lot of parenting for the nannies and tutors and stuff after um, their mom died uh and so this means that you know the kids were kind of on their own and they had access to drugs and alcohol young which they took advantage of so at 15 michael was apparently drunk the night of martha's death um he and previously to this he had gotten a dui and was sent to a program 
And Michael wrote about, or no, I guess this was after the murder. He got a DUI and was sent to a program. And Michael wrote about it in a book proposal. Um, and this is where the quote, quote, <laughs> confession comes from. So according to Michael, he was forced to wear a sign that said, and again, I'm taking this direct quote from the Crime Junkie episode I listened to on this. Um, so quote, I am an arrogant rich brat confront me on why I killed my friend Martha, end quote. So that's a little sus. It's very, very weird. So um, I guess one of the things about this, you got to know that this was one of those like controversial, like, you know, programs where they use like humiliation tactics and stuff. So I guess the point is like why it's said confession in quotes is just because he was forced to wear a sign that said that doesn't necessarily mean it was true because this was you know kind of a a controversial place that he was at um like humiliation tactics their humiliation therapy and all of that um so this was confirmed by the author who talked to someone else who was in the program with michael who said that who and she said that he had blurted out that he had killed martha in like a group therapy session um which again could this be a result of the tactics they use like at this place be, we don't know but it's not nothing like it's definitely something you know so at this time a grand jury is assembled and in january 2000 a warrant is put out for michael's arrest um, he said that he's, he said that he's innocent at trial, but the prosecution is convinced that they have enough on him. Um, the defense mainly focused on reasonable doubt as the prosecution didn't really have any physical evidence. It was all circumstantial. Um, and at the end of this, Michael is found guilty and sentenced to 20 years to life. Um, and, you know, because of money, he was able to go through a lot of appeals and the process that um, a lot of people who aren't as, you know, don't have enough money um, can't always go through because it's expensive to have lawyers and go through appeals. So his lawyer filed an appeal on seven different grounds. Um, and this is where a lot of flip-flop happens. So the courts don't overturn the case at this time but in 2013 a superior court judge grants him a new trial due to ineffective assistance of counsel so then michael gets out of prison on bail in november of 2013 but then the connecticut supreme the connecticut the connecticut state supreme court reinstates his conviction in 2016 and then michael's lawyers go back to court in 2018 and that same connecticut state supreme court vacates the conviction and he's now entitled to a new trial um and this is honestly kind of where we stand today because as of today that trial has never happened wow that's so, a lot yeah so, so he was in prison for about eight, 18 years if i guess minus the two years or three years that he was out from 2013 to 2016 but about you know um 16 years 14 15, i'm all good at math however many years 15 years i think that is um and as of today the retrial has never happened and honestly um at this point it's unsure if it if it will if they're gonna retry him again that's um it's all crazy and and honestly and and that's kind of where we are that's the case i, I think, think this one is pretty crazy it is i i think it it's very confusing kind of yeah like uh, yeah it's confusing um it's very i, to- I think the weirdest part is that they change their stories which them ca- then cause them to be more like of a, of yeah, a like usually, like usually you change your story to look less guilty. Yeah, I'm just... So, I don't know. It's interesting. What are your thoughts? What do you think? Do you think they got the right guy? Do you think Michael did it? I think no, for some reason. Uh, I have to be honest. I I don't know. I don't know why I think this, but I I, I just feel in my gut that 
I I think that they both were involved somehow. Oh, that's interesting. In yeah. my opinion, I I think that you know maybe one was jealous of Marth one. Like Ooh, one was jealous of the other being with Martha, good. and they just decided to like cover for one another. I don't the know. only reason I, I, that I'm really confused and why I think no is because they both changed their stories to be like more guilty. But if they really did it at that point, like why would they just not like? Confess, yeah, I know? don't know. I think like was it to like throw them off? Like I'm just confused. Yeah, I, and honestly, I I personally think a lot of the times that the most likely and like the most likely answer is usually the one that it ends up being i mean obviously exceptions but i mean a lot of people think that it might not have been either of them because a lot of people look to the golf club as evidence but there were reports that they would just kind of leave the golf club like lying around so in theory like anyone could have had access to those golf clubs but i just go back to like this place hadn't had a crime in 30 years so what are the chances that she was murdered by some random, random person, person yeah. who had the Skagels golf clubs, but the Skagels changed their story and all this? I, I, I don't know. I think, I, I personally think they both That's a good have something point. to do with it. I don't Only know. Because they, both, they both changed their story, it's not just Tommy. It's really, it's interesting how every time we do this and they, there's no answer, we're like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess there is some answer. I mean, Michael did some time for this, for yeah. sure. But, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting one. I think it was one, one or both of them. I think this was an interesting one. Opinion. But I thought it was very interesting because of the Kennedy connection. Yeah. <laughs> And it's it's interesting that the Kennedys are the ones that are like, let's reopen the case, and not their, like, family. Like, yeah, so, well, that's our case for today. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed. I, I, I've heard about this case on a few other podcasts, so creds to Crime Junkie, where credit's due. I, I um, did listen to their episode and, and used a few of their resources. I also did some of them, like, obviously some of my own deep dive because I found this case interesting yeah but credit where credit's still I was inspired by them for this case and I've heard on it I've heard it on a few other ones too and I just find it so interesting because it seems like there should be an answer sh- there should be but and also I don't know the paying off thing yeah me sus very so I don't know I think I think I think the skateboards has something to do with it, Maybe. or they at least, at the very least, know more than they're saying. For sure, even if it wasn't them. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, I hope you guys liked our return to yes the podcast world. This yes, we're back, baby. This year, twenty one, new year. Um, have you already talked about what we're looking forward to, or? No, I guess we kind of did a recap, but we haven't talked about what we're looking forward to. Would you like to let us know? Okay, I think <laughs> mine is always about music, but if you know, I am a high school musical, musical the series stan, but I also just love, um, not not the characters, like the actors, they, a lot of them are good singers and like have their own music out so long story short olivia rodrigo who plays one of the leads in the show is coming out with the first single like a single from her album that's going to be released later on friday so i'm very excited about that i love getting new music to listen to she loves i'm excited joshua bassett is that his name that plays the um other main character she loves him so my man my man he is also coming out with new music on january 14th they're both coming out they're both coming out with albums like later we don't know that yet but they're each releasing like their single off the album so that's exciting uh this is i think you will be really happy about this i didn't know what to watch the other day so i went on disney plus and i watched their um like behind the scenes of that show yeah and they were saying how they each got to like write songs and put them in the show and i knew they like published that but i didn't realize they wrote them for that show they wrote it and um 
most of the songs that they sang, well, I think all of the, most of them were unedited. Like they sang it live. Oh wow! Um, like wondering, you know that song? Yeah, yeah. That was live. That's so cool. Like so, I I mean, even if it isn't your vibe of a show, the talent, like <laughs> the excellence, you can't deny it. Um, me. So what am I looking for? How about to? you? I'm looking forward to starting working, I guess. That's so exciting. I have my uh, first cheer practice back tomorrow since break. Virtual, of course, but still practice, so that's exciting. Nice. That's pretty much it. Just excited to live at home this semester, spend more time with my family. Lockdown things. Lockdown things. (laughs) If only we weren't in lockdown, we'd be thriving. I know, I could see you all the time. (laughs) Um, I, I, cause we haven't gotten word whether it's extended yet. Well, I was watching the news before this and Quebec just is going into stricter lockdown. Like you have to, you can't be outside after 8 PM. Yeah. They're thinking about yeah. extending it. So I don't know. I'm kind of torn whether they will or not, because in, in my personal opinion, I, I think it's a good idea. Like I know it's hard on businesses and schools and people, all people just sucks. like I, I I get that. I'm not like minimizing that, but I just think it's the safest. I mean, cases they haven't really gone down significantly yet. Like we're still like in the high two thousands a day. I was just gonna like, say that that crazy. I I think it's for mental and health out there, gotten, and we haven't even like seen the cases that are gonna come in from like over the holidays and stuff. Yeah, I was um, gonna say that like for my so. own selfishness and like mental health reason not my own but like just general uh yeah it'd be great if lockdown was over but oh do i, I think I they should extend for like social responsibility and so this could be over yes so yes i mean i i i would do anything for it to be over but i i, I would rather it be over when it's safe yeah i'd rather it be over safely than over and this just keeps continuing and i mean i know keeping the school Close, like I get like it's hard on a lot of parents especially ones with younger kids like I can't even imagine how hard that is but yeah I think we got to do what we got to do here and so but that being said I have a feeling they're not going to extend it just because of how angry some individuals mm-hmm. some people have to be honest as much it. as it would suck I wish we had like in the beginning put like stricter lockdowns like other countries like Ireland they were only allowed to leave their house, like, for an hour a day, and it was only to go for a walk, and they could only go to the grocery store, like, one day a week, and that's it. Like, really strict lockdowns, and it's almost back to normal. Like, New Zealand is back to normal. Like, I just wish that there were stricter lockdowns from the beginning, because this is just continuing. Like, by no means are we as bad as the U.S. Like, thank God I don't live there. Very grateful for that, because there's no rules there. But... I just think that they should, especially with, like, living in Toronto and it's really populated and, like, people are going to do whatever they want, which is awful, like, social responsibility here. But I just mean, like, I wish there was stricter lockdowns from the start. So hopefully this would be over soon. And I know that there are a lot of people who have trouble with, like, kind of, like, the government telling them what to do or whatever. I think that's where a lot of it is coming from. But I'm like, but they're really doing it for our... Safety? Benefit, like, for us. Like, they're not... They're not trying to control us. They're not like, you know. Um, <sighs> so I don't know. That's just that's just my thoughts on it. I mean, I don't want it to be extended, but I think it's. I think it would be best if it was. Yeah. At least until we can see how bad more vaccines, the more cases like after New Year's yeah. and Christmas. Hopefully, are gonna be. we're getting some more news on vaccines and things shortly. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we always end up talking about this pandemic, but how can you not? Like, it's just the big thing going on in your life. But- I, I will say that when my dad, when I got the email while I was at school, actually, my roommate told me, she's like, go check your email. Like, look at this thing that we got for school when, last March when it all, like, shut down. And when my dad was picking me up, like, we talked about it when I was moving home in March, but, like, I never thought it would be this catastrophic. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't either. I mean, I was definitely in the camp of, like, oh, it's not going to go away in, like, two weeks. Like, you know how, like, it was just two weeks at the beginning? And yeah. Like, oh, like, after two weeks, like, it'll be fine. I'm like, but literally how? Like, there's no, like... I wasn't like, in that boat, but I also wasn't in the boat that this is going to last this long. Like, no, I thought it would be, no, like, a no, few no. months, I, not, like, this long. I didn't think that either. And, I mean, 
I guess the fact that there are vaccines are really good. I just think one, it's sad. Like it's, it's going to take a while. I'm pretty sure like yeah. a long while. And two, I think it's really unfortunate that there's, it's just going to ravage a lot of third world countries who aren't going to be able to have access to the vaccine for a very, long very long time. I think that's yeah. something that I haven't seen like brought up a lot. And I mean, I don't know what I can as an individual do for that, but I, I just feel like, I feel really like sad. If, I mean, and I wish there was something like I personally could do about that because I was reading that they probably won't get it like at all like started until like 2024 wow in a lot of places in like africa and stuff whereas like a lot of places have already started like large vaccine rollouts and i don't know it's always hard to see like really big divides like that and especially in this specific scenario like i don't like i i wish there's something i could do so if anyone does know any possible way to like do anything yeah let us know about that like if there's some program that's like trying to get the vaccines these people like let me know i would really love to like donate to that honestly i know i say dm me every episode (laughs) dm us dm the podcast but this is something that's beneficial for the world it's not just for us so please dm us that's something like i am really because you know like we can kind of see the light coming at the end of the tunnel like even if we take it takes a while we know the vaccine is coming but i just it's not like that for a lot of countries and they often get neglected in these kind of situations so now that we've got on this really (laughs) hard topic and interesting rant i'm sorry i feel like we always we always do but that's all right we hope you enjoyed the episode our first episode back we're really excited to be back with new and exciting things for this year Um, we're so excited yeah if there's anything you want us to talk about this this year new season uh again dm us our instagrams are at katie.bodison and i'm at claire.ohagan and of course the margarita madness podcast uh instagram is always always there for (laughs) you yeah we, love it. We, lo- we would love to hear from you guys of if you course. have any suggestions of what to do suggestions comments anything anything well thanks guys we hope you have a great rest of your week and if you're starting back at work or starting back at school good luck we um, got this 2021 you can it's- do it <laughs> we can do it one, one day at a time um yeah we hope you guys have a lovely week and we will see you next thursday Bye, guys. Bye.